Happy Friday. Welcome, guys. My name is DK. I got a seven game slate to talk about in this video. If it's your first time watching, cover content for DFS and for player prop stuff. Sponsor of the video, that would be Parlay Play. Guys, you're not on Parlay Play. Use the link down below for a $100 deposit match bonus. Uh, but basically, you are building out slips of player pops. You can win up to 155x your money on Parlay Play. And all of the different sports they offer are up here. I always say in these videos, but my best advice is get on as many of these DFS slash prop sites as possible. When you do want to place your player prop stuff, uh, you can search for which one offers the best value. So if you guys do want to check it out, click that link. If you click the link in deposit, it does help support the channel. And for look for more content, as always, you check my Patreon link down below. All right, so Slate's currently going on tonight. I'm uh, going to give this video up a bit early, uh, but let's talk about uh, Friday Slate. So start off with San Antonio and Charlotte. San Antonio, Wambayama is out. Uh, we do keep an eye on the Zach Collins news, though. He is questionable. If he misses, then you should get, like, Dominic Barlow, my guess, would be starting, and then some Sandra Mumuklashvili in the rotation as well. You could have some um, some value there with the San Antonio bigs. But, yeah, with Wambayama out, I mean, these other pieces look a lot better. It's a great spot here against the Hornets. Sub-7K for Vassell, 6.4 for Kelvin, 5.8K for Trey Jones, 5.2K for Jeremy Sohan. I think all these guys look pretty good. I mean, Vassell's been cons- consistently playing low to mid-30s minutes. Heldon Johnson's been, you know, in the 25 to 30 minute range. He's uh, been disappointing of late, obviously, one of 11, two of four. Uh, but uh, we know Keldon still has a ceiling, his reasonable price point. Trey Jones, since moving in the starting lineup, minutes have been pretty secure on him. Uh, Sohan's been playing, you know, around 30 minutes a game. So uh, there's a lot to like here with, the, with some of these secondary pieces. And then, like I said, uh, Zach Collins news is big because could have some value here with Barlow and Mamouk Lashvili. Um, now, Zach Collins plays. I think he'll be limited because he's been out for, what, like two, three weeks now? Um, but if he plays, starts, and it's not limited, then I'm pretty high on Zach Collins. All right, so let's talk about Charlotte. Um, so Charlotte, no Gordon Hayward, no Mark Williams. Uh, Brandon Miller, questionable. Nick Richards, questionable. Uh, but yeah, top end, I mean, I like LaMelo Ball. Sub uh, 9K, talked about him last night. I was high in him for tournaments at 0% ownership, and he had a good game, 50 fancy points. Um, listen, like... We know how good of a point per minute guy LaBello is. I think he probably plays low 30s minutes. I mean, last game was a blowout, too. So he could play a little bit more. Um, I think this is a nice, like, buy low spot. Like, I think this is too cheap a price point here for LaMelo. He looks good. Rogier and Bridges, both reasonable plays. 7.2K for Terry Rogier, uh, 7.1K for Miles Bridges. Uh, both reasonable options. Um, if there's no Nick Richards, then we'll see how they do the starting lineup. I think they probably start PJ at the five and go small ball. But you also could see some Nathan Mensa. Uh, who's been playing some backup five. So we'll monitor the situation there. If Brandon Miller's out, we should get more solidified minutes for a guy like Cody Martin. If if Miller and Richards are both out, then we have to start considering some of this gross value. McGowan's also in the injury report. Start looking at guys like, you know, Nick Smith, Jr., pretty gross. Uh, maybe some JT Thor. Like, it is really, really disgusting value. Uh, Philly and Orlando. So no D'Anthony Melton, but um, yeah, Joel Embiid at the top, 11.5K. I mean... He's playing just on another level right now, just dominating whenever he's on the court. I think Embiid looks great if you can afford him. Uh, Maxi and Harris, more secondary plays for me. 8.9 for Maxi and 6.9K for Tobias Harris. Uh, with DNC Melton out, uh, Nick Batum, been playing pretty consistent minutes. Uh, 25, 28, 35 minutes over the last three games. Now, Batum is not a you know really super high usage player, but should play decent minutes. Kelly Oubre also gets a slight men's bump as well. We're probably going to expect somewhere in the you know high 20s, low 30s minute range. I like the ceiling on him a bit more than Batum. Um, 
And yeah, Pat Beverly also has been seeing a minutes bump off the bench, 27, 29, and 27 minutes over the last three games. So uh, makes him a reasonable value there. For Orlando, so still no Franz, no Gary Harris. Paolo Bancaro, 9K. Uh, yeah, you know, he's he's a guy that's right now leading the offense. I mean, 25 shots uh, last game. Clearly a guy with a pretty high ceiling. The rest of Orlando gets a little bit tricky. I mean, Suggs, minutes have not been amazing. A late, even competitive games, 27, 28 minutes. Yeah, Cole Anthony, that probably sees on the low 20s minutes on the bench. You also have Markel Fultz, right? So they have three guards are kind of mixing in. Fultz did play 30 minutes last game. Something to keep an eye on. Um, I don't know if we see that type of run again from him, but if we do, sub 5K, he would be a pretty good value. You got Goga Bataze right now, splitting center position with Wendell Carter Jr. Um, Mo Wagner was a DMP last game. So 24 minutes for both these two. There obviously is some foul risk for these guys going up against Joel Embiid. But if, if we don't see Mo Wagner again, you see the full 48 for Carter Jr. and a go by Taze. That's going to make them uh, stand out as pretty good plays. I don't really know if I get to anyone else. Chumo Kiki, 4.2K. I mean, he played 30 minutes last game. I guess you can continue to start. Okay. Caleb Houston, uh, you know, minutes are ticked down. I can't do that. Um, and then you got some bench value. Joe Ingles, 20 minutes now, the last three games. An okay punt play. And Jonathan Isaac, 3.4, will at least see some rotation minutes. All right, Denver and Boston. This should be a great game to watch. Denver, basically fully healthy. Aaron Gordon, probable. Um, I think I'm mainly just looking at the top two in Jokic and Jamal Murray. 11.3K for Jokic in a competitive game. I think we probably see you know high 30s minutes. He played 38 minutes last game against uh, Philadelphia. Jamal Murray also played 38 minutes. So both Murray and Jokic I think look pretty good. The rest of Denver, just more secondary options. MPJ, Gordon, KCP. The value, I mean, Reggie Jackson probably sees around 20 minutes on the bench. He's a decent punt play. I don't know if I get to like Watson or Brown, but they'll see rotation minutes too. For Boston, they're fully healthy. And you guys know when Boston's fully healthy, it's kind of hard for me to prioritize anyone. I'm not saying these guys are out of play, but it's just tough for me on a seven-game slate to be like, oh, yeah, I really like, you know, this guy. I really like that guy. I think like all the main guys are playable, but there's no one here that I'm like going to go out of my way to play in Boston. All right, Atlanta, Miami. So the big news, obviously, is Trey Young. He's questionable. If Trey Young misses, Jante Murray benefits the most. But then also you would see a minutes and usage bump for a guy like Bogdan McDonavich at 5.6K. So those two would look like really good plays if Trey Young is out. And then more usage for some other starters. Right, Jalen Johnson, more usage. He would look better. His minutes have been solid of late. He's playing huge minutes. A little more on for Sadiq Bay, maybe. Um, so the Trey Young news is big. As far as the bigs go, you got Clint Capella, 5.8K. Should play, I don't know, mid-20s minutes. Okongu with nice eligibility will back him up. 23, 27 minutes over the last couple games. I do think Okongu is a solid value play. Again, it's nice that he has power forward eligibility. It makes him a little bit easier to get into your lineups. Um, and then if Trey Young is in, then I think Trey Young himself would be a solid tournament play. I mean, I've played, uh, I've taken his over on props a few times recently, and he's just been awful. But I mean, this is in his range of outcomes, right? He can go for 70. So uh, yes, he would be playable in tournaments if he does play. Now for Miami, Akez doubtful, Kevin Love. Uh, is questionable. As far as the top end guys go, Bam, Jimmy, and Tyler Hero, all viable options. Um, it's a great matchup. Now, the tricky part would be like picking between these guys, right? 7.6K for Jimmy Butler, you know, probably sees mid to high 30s minutes. Bam in a bio, similar, like I expect mid to high 30s minutes for him. Hero should see mid 30s minutes. Uh, I think I have interest in all three of Miami guys, but I don't know if one stands out more than the other, if that makes sense. Um, the rest of Miami, eh, Duncan Robinson, 52 Minutes have been ticking down of late. You got Kayla Martin at 5K, probably sees mid 20s minutes. Jovic at 4.6 has been, you know, playing around 20 minutes last couple games. Jay Rich, Lowry, they'll be in the rotation. Lowry is 4K. 
Um, I actually think he's an okay punt play. 26, 24, and 29 minutes. Am I excited to play Kyle Lowry? No. But if he's going to continue to play mid-high 20s minutes at this price point in this matchup, then okay. I think you got to consider him, right? Uh, Phoenix and New Orleans. So Phoenix, basically fully healthy outside of my boy, Bull Bull. So you will not be seeing the Bull Bull memes on Twitter. Um, but yeah, the, the tricky part here with Phoenix is, once again, when they're fully healthy, it's like, okay, KD, Booker, Beal, all viable options. But price points, you know, they seem priced about right. Like, I think these guys all have a ceiling, but... You know, kind of like some of these other teams have talked about. Like, it's tricky when a team's really healthy of like, okay, well, which one you really want to go to? And that's what we talked about with Boston. Kind of same thing with Phoenix. We'll talk about with New Orleans as well in a bit. Uh, Nurkic, my boy, you know, probably sees high 20s minutes. Uh, but the price one feels about right, right? They're not playing him huge minutes right now. Grayson Allen had a, an enormous game last game. I think that was obviously an outlier performance from him. But he's like firmly in the rotation. He's playing like 30 minutes a night with nice eligibility. So he's fine, but might be a bit over-owned because of that last game. Eric Gordon uh, should see mid-20s minutes on the bench. He's a fine contrarian uh, punt play. Applies to a little bit of Eubanks, a little bit of Matt too. Um, but uh, yeah, that's it for Phoenix. Talk about New Orleans. So you saw just a massive game from Ingram. Uh, 70 fancy points, almost triple-double, kind of out of nowhere because he's been pretty quiet, you know, 27, 22, 22, 36, and then 70-bomb for, for Ingram. Um, Now, when this team's still healthy, again, you got Ingram, you got CJ, you got Zion. These guys should all play 30-plus minutes. This one will kind of be an ownership thing if I'm going to play one. Um, You know, maybe if, if one guy's getting a lot more ownership than the other, then okay, and then I'll, you know, might lean toward the one that's lower-owned. Uh, But uh, JV, I think, is out of play for me at this price point. He's just not getting the minutes. Uh, Larry Nance, I think, is an okay punt play 4.4. He should play whatever JV doesn't play. Um, you know, he's gone for basically 20-plus fancy points now in the last five games. So I think he's an okay punt play. Indiana and Portland. So this one's tough to talk about because I have no idea who's going to be available. A lot of guys didn't play tonight. Halbert and Siakam, Nemhard, Naismith. We'll see if there are any of those guys available on a back-to-back. I also want to see if the game is competitive, see what the rotation looks like for the Pacers. So this is basically impossible. Um, if the same guys are out... Then, yeah, McConnell's an absolute smash for me. You know, Matherin and Heald, if the game is competitive, I would assume would play 30-plus minutes more uses for Turner. Like, value guys like Toppin and Jalen Smith, even maybe Jarris Walker. Uh, I think he'll be in the rotation tonight, would be all be in play. But, yeah, it's just too hard to talk about right now for the Pacers. Now, for the Blazers, uh, no Shane Sharp. DeAndre Ayton should be back here. I think Ayton will be on a limitation, though. He's been out for a while since before Christmas. We'll keep an eye on the news, though. But with him basically uh, back, that takes, like, the other bigs out of play. Walker... Um, the guys that I do have interest in are going to be Simons, Jeremy Grant, and uh, Malcolm Brogdon. So Simons, he's the number one option offense in a competitive game. He's playing a close to 40 minutes. So I obviously like his upside in a good matchup. Jeremy Grant had a huge game too. 40 plus fancy points. He should play big minutes. Scoop moved to the bench and only played 23 minutes. So kind of tough to get to Scoop. But Brogdon started. Brogdon starts again. Um, I like him. Little revenge spot. Played 30 minutes last game. I know he's been a little bit up and down this season, but reasonable price point, nice eligibility. I think it'd be a pretty good play. All right, final game here. We got Brooklyn and the Lakers. So Mikel Bridges probable. No Ben Simmons. No Dayron Sharp still. I mean, Bridges is the guy with the highest ceiling in a competitive game. You see mid-high 30s minutes from him. Nick Claxton's minutes have been up. Assuming he can stay out of foul trouble, I do think he plays 30-plus minutes. Uh, what else? Dinwiddie's minutes kind of been up and down. Same with Dennis Smith Jr., uh, like it was Dennis Smith Jr. recently, but last game, Dinwiddie played 30-plus minutes, and they kind of limited the minutes on DSJ. So I don't think I would play both these guys together. Only 14 minutes for DSJ was disappointing last time out. Cam Thomas, we know he's up and he's down. Obviously, he's making shots. He has a ceiling, but if he's struggling with a shot like last game, he has a floor. Cam Johnson, 5.9. The minutes have been not great on him of late, 23, 23, and 27. Then you got the you know 3 and D guys, and Dorian Finney-Smith, 28 and 32 minutes over the last couple games. 
and Royce O'Neal 4.5. Um, Brooklyn, like I said, when they're close to fully healthy, they're a pretty boring team. Find the Lakers. So LeBron AD, fully expect both to play. I do give the edge to Anthony Davis over LeBron if I had to pick between the two. Uh, but D'Lo's the guy I wanted to mention. His minutes are ticked way up of late, 41, 36, and 36 over the last three games. If he continues to start and play these type of minutes, then D'Lo is going to stand out as a pretty good value. I think Reeves would be like a fine pivot off of D'Lo. I think D'Lo would be a lot more popular. Reeves has shown a similar ceiling. Um, I think we'll come in a lot less owned. I don't really know if I get to anyone else, though. Get Torian Prince at 4K, you know, probably sees, I don't know, 25 to 30 minutes. Get Rui back. I mean, there's just so many guys. You got like, Rui and Wood. Like, I don't know. Vanderbilt, too. Like, I don't know. It's kind of hard for me to, to prioritize any of these value plays for the Lakers. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's it for Lakers. That's going to wrap it up for the video as uh, well. So, as always, if you do enjoy, just make sure to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. See you guys all in the next video.